Double bang. There we go. Too much dip. Let's go. KJ, look at us just, just here fighting through uh, the ponies and the Mavs. Um, I just want to say, man, like, thank you for all that you've done. Thank you for your service to this to this live stream tonight. Sacrificing my body in every which way I can for a conference that now includes Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's uh, that, that's what I'm looking at. It, we have a whole night full of uh, AAC football on the television, not only Tulane and the Ponies, which I will be thoroughly distracted by. Uh, but I believe like FAU and Charlotte are playing tonight on like ESPN four or something. But uh, we're not here to belabor that point. Uh, let's let's uh, go ahead and explain to the people. It's not just SMU night. It's not just a night of the big D because the Dallas Mavericks are tipping off their debut uh, season debut as well. Um, but some are saying it's the night of the big D because of our special guest. You want to intro him and I'll do the brand here. Uh, sure. You guys might know him as Dan Register, but tonight you'll know him as Danny units. Mama, according to his, uh, According to his StreamYard name, ladies and gentlemen, it's, it's the jackhammer himself. It's Dan. Power six night, baby. Let's go. <laughs> You're not one of us. Studio. You're not one of uh, us. Yeah, this is the back end of the Drinking Bros studio, so this is where I'm usually at. Now, for uh, the folks at home who don't know your current uh, digs, what is that? Because all I know you is from is being a guy who really loves UCF. And a guy that mm-hmm. used to work with David and Will and Dylan. And the only person that's been in the studio that's ever been intimidating to me. Really? <laughs> well, we know how small Dylan is. Right? <laughs> what is uh, for, the Drinking Bros? Uh, it's just this little gig I've had for over a year. Doing some podcasts. Uh, produce their stuff. They got Drinking Bros podcast, Drinking Bros sports, uh, American Party, Dakota Meyer. Uh, just a lot of different shows. Probably do about, I don't know, 100 shows a month out of this studio. But yeah, pretty much have the whole place to myself once I'm, uh, once we're done this, those shows. Big time. Look at Dan. Just the elevator pitch. Love it. Uh, by the way, for those at home wondering, like, how's Dave going to be able to do this while the Mavs are on? Well, Dave's got it paused. I'm I'm not going to be mad about spoilers, but I, I just, I'm going to watch every every possession, so. What yeah, I won't be do- doing. Hopefully, this Kramer doesn't come in and ruin it for you. Okay. <laughs> Deep cut. I just I'm I'm rewatching Seinfeld. It's the first episode. You can't just rewatch Seinfeld and drop obscure Seinfeld references and expect people to be like, yeah, episode one. Sure, dude. How about the Mets? Just wait till he gets oh. to uh, the comedy den or whatever the hell the place was. <laughs> that episode's great. <laughs> Oh, wow. That is, uh, okay. You know. Is that the Michael Richards episode? Yes, but uh, the rarely ever remembered movie uh, Funny People, I believe it was uh, RZA of uh, Wu-Tang. I won't Not give so his... Not funny people. It's, it's decent, but in there, RZA refers to uh, uh, Michael Richards uh, as his brother, I will say that in a different way. He's like, you know, Kramer's funny as hell. So I don't care if he said it because <laughs> Kramer is my, and it was great. It was well put. Let's, uh, let's get into some of these sports. Let's, let's get baseball out of the way. As we talked about on Monday, 
doing a weekly show does not lend itself to uh, two seven-game series that will be here and gone by the time we return on a Monday. Red Sox and Dodgers are almost out of there. Any significant thoughts or feedback other than the fact that Ron Washington for president? Um, I got no choice but to ride with Ron. Um, assuming that the Braves aren't going to come back from a 3-1 deficit, which uh, they looked absolutely sautéed and cooked, um, as do the as do the Red Sox. I mean, I don't know. It is that, that series is three one, right? The, yeah. The Dodgers Braves. Yeah. Braves are three one. Yeah. Uh, I'm surrounded by Braves fans here. Uh, I work with Rob Fox. I work with uh, Dan Holloway, Ross Patterson, all Braves fans. Uh, so I'm I'm hoping for them to get to the World Series as a Philadelphia sports fan and uh, just ultimate heartbreak. <laughs> I want Game Seven loss. I want well, it to be brutal. I want it. I want them to be up three runs in going into the ninth game stop, seven. Stop. Walk off. I want the Astros or the Red Sox to walk off. I don't care. Well, no one look, here's the deal. No one's being the Astros. It's just, it's going to happen. And the only question I have is how long after the Astros win the world series, can we be like, okay, they actually won like this one legit. Like what's like the time frame of like, you know, for everybody to do their invest own personal investigating things of that nature. I mean, they're the Astros. So here in the Northern Texas area, never. Uh, everywhere else, I think okay. people recognize they're very fucking good. And cheating or not, that's a lot of games to win over five years. Uh, it's it's just correct, impressive. Correct me if I'm wrong, though. Uh, I haven't really <clears throat> kept up with baseball this year, but don't the Red Sox suck? Like, isn't this just like a fluke? Uh, they were not projected <laughs> to be where they're at, yes. Okay. At all. They've uh, overperformed. They are, they are that team. They are the classic lightning in a bottle team, but it seems like that bottle's been uh, broken. Hot goalie. <laughs> hot go- the hot goalie theory. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I, like I said, we, we, we're riding with Ron Washington. We need him to get one. We need him to get a manager gig next year. I, that's it. That's pretty much the only reason to watch at this point because, again, it's baseball well, and uh, basketball season. Uh, even, soon enough. even better point. Uh, well, we, we can uh, we can skip over NBA <laughs> talk right now. I, I, I guess I didn't factor in before we jump into football. Uh, are you physically or mentally or emotionally available for practice today? I don't think so. I think I'm going to keep my phone in my pocket. Uh, I might <laughs> visit Delilah's strip club on the way out just to clear my head. Dan, have you ever been to Delilah's? No, no, because uh, I only was there from zero to 18. So, and I turned 18 late and I went to UCF pretty early in the summer. So I, n- I never got to fully experience Delilah's as an 18 year old. Cause I was 17 most of high school, like 17 most of my senior year. And for those who don't know, uh, Ben Simmons is, uh, following what we'd call, I guess the, uh, James Harden playbook of how to get traded away from a team. Like, there has to be a conversation with the agent and whoever your like PR manager is of like, Hey, we know this is the way out, but uh, how much rope do we have here? Like, is this worth it? <laughs> I forget who I saw on Twitter tweet this. It's not an original thought, but just imagine all the things the Sixers have gone through in the last even five years. And this is like after Hanky. Uh, you have um, fucking the Markel Fultz situation, which oh, we just geez. completely forget about now. Um, you have the sesame seed allergy that wipes out Texas Tech great. Um, who I don't even think has he even suited up for the Sixers at this point. I don't think so, but I know what you're talking about. And then you've got to put in the uh, 
the claw. What, what the hell am I trying to say? The the bouncing. Yes. Colangelo throwing his wife under the bus, uh, wearing giant <laughs> collars, uh, having fake like burner accounts. This organization has been a dumpster fire. We then hired Daryl Morey to be our. Uh, he's not even our GM. I guess Elton Brand's technically our GM, but uh, I mean, make no mistake about it. Uh, Daryl Morey's making making the calls. Uh, so we have like one of the 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 one guy that like the NBA kind of hates now because he called out. You know, his, his uh, I guess, foreign policy issues <laughs> they don't necessarily align with. One tweet. Yeah, one tweet. And, yeah, uh, I, I guess he's just not great with dealing with people on, like, a day-to-day interaction. So, like, him trying to talk to Ben Simmons was never going to work out. What if we he's the one who went it. and said, hey, Ben, this is how you do it. I, James did it. You know, when you can trade your all-star point guard at a, has his all-time low value, I think you just have to, you know. That's what the Rangers did. Let me the just mid- say that uh, the Phil- this Philly stuff makes the Mavs' current um, front office drama look so tame. Okay. Uh, well, it, wasn't there something, like, really – sketchy about it. It wasn't like a jeans Friday situation from the you're close. You're close. That's really good that you you're in the ballpark. You're talking of course about the pants DJ. That's right. As, as he was known as he frequently touched himself through his pants and looked at pornography in his office and was allowed to sell because he had a lot of clients. So, um, can't get rid of that guy. He's the pants DJ. Apparently the, the jeans part, uh, yeah, the jeans part's important because then he would jerk it into a condom in said pants and shake it out the pant leg. What, why, dude, who's, that is a deviant. That man needs all sorts of therapy. That is not normal. It is not okay. <laughs> it's I mean, okay. It's okay, though, because uh, we, we cleaned house, man. We got, we, got a, we got a whole new front office. Let's go. You I'm hired uh, attention to the game whatsoever. You hired Sent Marshall so that she would stop paying for OAN. But hey, we don't have time for that. Let's get into football. It, it's fun, yeah. We we don't have time for <laughs> pretty much anything that was in the past with the Dallas Dallas Mavericks organization has been wiped clean like cyber dust. So exactly, exactly. Ooh. It's it's actually just dust now. Thank yeah. you. Well, I don't uh, regret taking our time to get to football because it it's an all time shit week for just general good games. There are a few good storylines, you know, old miss LSU. Okay. Whatever you might interest me, but a lot of the games matchup wise kind of suck. Oklahoma state, Iowa state's nice. There's not a whole lot to write home about NFL. Pretty similar, similarly, uh, biggest bye week for the season. You've got Buffalo, Dallas, Jacksonville, Minnesota, Pittsburgh, and the Chargers on bye. And most bye weeks are pretty tame. I know like the Jaguars' biggest story is like their player, you know, delivered his wife's child or his child. Um, don't look at her tweets, though. Anything going on with the Cowboys' bye week? I don't know. Uh, no, man. Uh, all I know is we're back. Uh, may have had a Dewey. May have had a DWI. I don't know. Maybe. Allegedly. We don't know. I mean, sure. Was he, he was arrested. Um, okay. But has he had his day in court? Has he been before a neutral detached magistrate? He has not. Uh, but he's not been uh, seen by a jury of his peers is what I'm saying. Listen, so we, we don't refer know. to we that as that's called the Mark feud these days. Okay. <laughs> How, and I think that's a great pivot because uh, Gonzaga coach getting what fined. For a DWI. Suspended one game, I Suspended think. Suspended one game. Just 
But yeah, hey, he really, got the really shot, the kept his job. <laughs> I won't make this a vax discussion, but Washington oh, you State know what coach about Nick Rolovich <laughs> and uh, Washington State right now kept it one hundred. <laughs> To the day he got fired. Oh, when keeping it real goes wrong, like it has to suck for that locker room to see this coming from a mile away. Or is there a point in which he's like marshalling the locker room to be like, I'm standing up for what I believe in. I expect y'all to do the same. I may not have a job tomorrow. I'm going down with this ship. And they're like, all right, see ya. <laughs> like they had you five coaches. I am Spartacus situation. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Is he going to end up? Uh, is he going to end up with the outkick bus on Saturday? Like just kind of hopping in the panel to pick some games with the guys? You got to think, right? Especially after uh, the weekend Tennessee had. Oh man! Ooh. <laughs> I, I have Tough to think uh, the. I, I love that the outkick bus has become my uh, the new. Uh, they're going to work opening night at CPAC uh, uh, byline, basically. Which, hey. Again, Nick Rolovich, he had his lawyers ready for it, so shouts to him. Stand up for what you believe in. Um, Let's do Baker Mayfield before we do AAC talk. Uh, Baker's not playing tonight. Broncos, Browns are on Thursday night football. No one's playing tonight. Nobody's playing tonight. Well, uh, whatchamacallit's back, right? Um, Jarvis Landry? Yes, Jarvis Landry is active. active. Okay. Um, He's the only guy. Baker's quote for his shoulder injury that he aggravated last week before he was ruled out and before they, you know, uh, had Brian uh, Hoyer starting. Basically said, I know my body better than anybody. No one's going to rule me out of the game except me. If people think I'm staying in there and hurting the team, you know, they don't know what they're talking about because I know what I'm capable of doing. Sounds Nobody like another guy who did his own research. <laughs> Sorry, David, what did you say? Nobody puts Baker in a corner. So it's a very topical dirty dancing reference. I'm sure the kids at home really liked it and got it. Thanks, Bill Simmons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got to talk Bob. Oh, no. I'm just kidding. I haven't listened. Is that uh, worth checking out? Yeah, I, uh, I don't. The Browns had so much promise going into this year. That was kind of like a sexy pick for the uh, AFC if you wanted to go that route. And uh, I'm, I'm, we're just kind of watching it fall apart. I know it's early. Um, we have 17 games. People forget that. But uh, it doesn't look good. What is it? Is it the shoulder again? It popped out. It's the labrum. Ugh. Uh, non-thrown shoulder, though. Yeah. What, I don't, why can't he pull? I don't know. So he's definitely out-out. Mm-hmm. He's out today. I, mean, it's tough through. I, would, I would play through it. That's just I believe it's I'm ripped different. off the bone, so that's sick. Yikes. <laughs> Can they not do the, the steroid shot, the corticosteroid, the one that like makes you gain all that weight and you can't sleep? Pop it in. <laughs> yeah, or just pop it in. <laughs> all right. Um, the news came down that uh, American Athletic Conference is uh, trying to replace the likes of Cincinnati, UCF, Houston, and or I guess BYU is not from AAC, but BYU. replacing their big heavy hitters um, with Charlotte Rice. North Texas, University of Texas, San Antonio, Florida Atlantic, and a team to be named later. I don't know the sixth one off the top of my head. Uh, you say FAU? Sorry. FAU, yeah. I have uh, oh, UAB, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, UAB. Which UAB, you know, shouts to them. Weren't they just not a program four years ago? 
Yeah, Bill Clark took them over and <laughs> made a few bowl games, and they became a Cinderella story of being six and six every year. <laughs> it's it reminds me a little bit of when UCF started. I remember seeing so many shots of like they don't have official football offices. Here's the trailer that whatever the head coaches was uh, operating out of, but they were so freaking good that like you paid attention to it. And with UAB coming back from scratch, I'm like. Okay, I get it. It's Birmingham. It's Alabama football, quote unquote. But uh, do they really deserve all this attention? I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't seem like a good strategic decision if I'm the AAC. It seems like they're just settling. But hopefully SMU is not a part of it forever. I would have went after all the Sunbelt teams. That probably would have been the next logical step rather than Conference USA. I would have gone after Lafayette. I would have gone after uh, App State, of course. Yep. Uh, Coastal, which again, last night, App State with the upset. My heart breaks for the uh, my, my Chanticleers. <laughs> mm. That was the official 2020 team of too much dip. It was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, Dustin Johnson, of course. Uh, I believe they won a College World Series one year. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But uh, I, I like my, my dude McCall. McCall used to he, he was balling out for a bit. I don't think Maribel's this year. Is he there this year, Maribel? I don't know. Or he he mm. balanced last year, so I think he was kind of like the glue that helped the team together. Either way, App State gets the win. Uh, yeah, and I, I, my heart breaks for the city of uh, fucking Myrtle. <laughs> <laughs> David, you had some thoughts on Myrtle Beach. Oh, wow. What were we talking about that last night? It's, yeah. a, it's a great town if you are above the age of 55 and want to play a par three course, which sounds real, honestly, like sounds really good. I don't, I, I don't know how you can recruit to that, but whatever. You know, it's like it, a college it's working. They're a good program, I guess. Traverse City or Port A or Erie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, you want to do any Oklahoma State, Iowa State talk? I know you mentioned the line was close. My thoughts on, on SMU is the fact that we uh, kicked a field goal in that first drive is not what I want to see. The Points. great Joe Kemp, former Tulane quarterback, picked uh, SMU to win in an onslaught. Uh, I hope he's right. But, you know. Uh, yeah, Iowa State, OSU is really the only game this weekend that I think I'm like, okay, I, I will watch that. Now, UT, now, there is also UTSA La Tech. It's on the picks. Which, that's on the picks. We'll get to that. But There's I'm just Also, saying, Oregon, UCLA. Is that Friday? Yeah, that's, that's a, uh, Oregon's a team that's not getting any respect that if they went out, like, they deserve to hang in the picture. And Ohio State's Ohio getting State all that attention. Ohio State, Indiana's could be fun. They're the Saturday night game, and it's a 20-point spread. Yeah, I know. It's fun if you have if if you uh, if you've got money on it. It's not fun if you're just a casual fan. Listen, from afar, it looks like a total shit board. But this is the kind of week where just mayhem takes over. That's true. Just, I, I will tell you right now, there's going to be three, four, maybe even five ranked teams that fall this week. We got and one it's already. Total, it's going to be a total surprise. Yeah, yeah. We got the number fourteen Iowa, team. Iowa, I like the Iowa State pick. I know it's kind of sexy. And what they're what are they? They land seven. At home, six or seven? Yeah. yeah. yeah I think uh, according to S&P, shout out to Bill Connolly. I believe he thinks they cover it pretty easily. Uh, they played better. They had they started – they looked terrible uh, first few weeks. Lost to Baylor. Um, but the Matt Campbell, got- Matt Campbell playbook, right? You know, start slow, finish strong, <laughs> save your job, get potential, uh, you know, 
future jobs in the mix, like USC. Just berate, berate other humans on your sideline. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Big Matt Camel guy. The great Tommy also brings up TCU West Virginia's this weekend. And just to continue my streak Ooh. of mentioning Gary's name, West Virginia games are so who the heck knows what's going to happen. And if it's in West Virginia, you know, I'm, I'd like to see some points scored. It's it's at Eamon Carter. It's a Fort Worth one. Week. All right. Well, another, yeah. we, another game I actually like this weekend that we probably won't talk about or touch, Nevada-Fresno State. No, we will not. But, yes, go on. Okay. <laughs> I love my boy. My boy Carson Strong. He's going to be a future NFL star. You heard it here first. Uh, I, just, I love that Nevada team. Okay. I don't hate it. Dan, I don't hate it. Dan's the kingmaker. What uh, that makes me think uh, San Jose State still has Nick Starkle, and they've shit the bed on all of that experience he's, that they built up last year, right? He's or is been he hurt. Gone? Oh, he's hurt? He's been okay. hurt. Yeah. Okay. Well, then that but makes yeah, sense. No, they, they stink. I'm also uh, disappointed that I have not seen any UNLV playing in the big-ass uh, Allegiant Stadium. Like, how have they not learned from literally every other college team that's done this, Temple included? Like, it well, looks cool. I'm disappointed in UNLV for another thing. They don't start Tate Martell. Holy fucking shit. I forgot that was He's the sixth the bench, team. Yeah. <laughs> He's transferred oh. like eight times, and he still has yet to start. Somebody start that man. Wow. I, I just remember that tweet he sent to was it Justin Fields where he's like, he, uh, best not miss twice or something. Yeah. Like when you swing for the fence, you best not miss twice. Oh man. He's when Justin like Fields announced he was transferring to Ohio state or whatever. Right. Yeah. He, he went from Ohio state. Nah, I think with oh. Miami and I was at UNLV. I think he, there might've been a few stops in between there. He but, committed yeah. to Shout Texas to, uh, A&M before going to Ohio state. And that was like the other big part of his whole picture. I didn't really understand his hype though. He's like five, eight. Uh, he's a quarterback. Come on, Dave. I mean, the, the I will say, isn't he from Arizona or is he from Vegas? One of the two. He's from Southwest area, and he was a part of the whole Elite 11 club yep. thing. You know, a little bit of the byproduct of we may be putting too much into trying to find the high school star before they're a high school star to where we make him a high school football star that's a college football star. Spencer Rattler, very good. Maybe not the Heisman campaign quarterback that we were trying to make him to be. Tate Martell, you know, a step behind that. So, I actually just took a flyer on Caleb Williams at 30 to 1 to win the Heisman. I want your thoughts. Like, I know he's going to have to A, run the table, and B, put up massive stats because he's obviously not playing as many games as his can- the, the other candidates. But I think if Ohio- or Oklahoma makes the playoff, and he just puts up ridiculous numbers moving forward, I think there's a chance. There's not a runaway win. best pick except for C.J. Stroud, and ESPN just showed it at 15-1. to 1. So if you got it at 31, that's great value. Yeah. Who, who's next? Like Kenneth Walker from Michigan uh, State? I think so. And he was four um, – I, I can't remember the list. It popped up in pregame. But Caleb Williams was fourth. That stood out to me. And then they've got Desmond Ritter at like 20-1 to 1 or wherever he's at. Like I'm putting him down until – you know, that's my pick because, you know, aside from SMU, which our secondary isn't stopping them, uh, they're not going to have much trouble getting to whatever game. And then they've just got to be good. You know, Heisman's before the playoff. So who cares if they get stomped in the playoff? He'll put the up numbers and be undefeated. Ritter might get votes stolen by Ford. So they might split votes yeah. with the team. True. All right. Well, uh, let's, uh, let's knock out these dip picks real quick. 
We'll do some dip pics. Ew. Seriously? So gross. There's no need it's been to look. a fun couple of weeks watching Sark tank Bijan's Heisman candidacy, by the way. Nice in-game adjustments. Well, Gary told him 35 carries is too much. Is he, he just not getting Gary? the ball in the second half? What's happening? No, he's just not. They're, they're stacking the box, I think, and it's just they don't know how to get him the ball in, in space or something. I don't know. That's my football opinion. Yeah, the uh, the fact that everything has kind of turned since then. Sorry, we got in the end zone. Uh, everything's turned since then. <laughs> I, I just hate to make Gary right there, but who knows? Might have been on something. Okay, there's no reason to look back. We don't have time for that. Everybody knows things aren't looking great for your boy. I'm 10 points behind both David and the guest spot. Dylan is two points ahead of me, so 40, 32, 30, and 40. Let's jump in. We have Dylan's picks as well as Will DeFreeze's picks so that he can make up for his first week of just pure embarrassment. <laughs> Thursday night football, Broncos at Browns. Browns are favored by one and a half at home with Brian Hoyer at quarterback. I think it's Hoyer. Is it Hoyer? Oh, wait, I wait. thought it was uh, oh, Case Keenum. Keenum. Case Keenum. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> quarterback. Way all better backup, quarterback. All backup quarterbacks look alike. Exactly. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, uh, the only David. difference is their their neck size, their neck length. Uh, I'm running with. I, I hate this. I'm going Broncos. I don't know this. This no one knows. Nobody knows. This is gonna be. This is gonna be so bad. It's gonna be fun. I'm watching it. I'm going Broncos. Dylan What's and the Will. Under. Uh, I don't have it, but Dylan and Will are taking the Browns. I will take the Miles Garrett Browns as well. And just home field, one and a half. I, I just can't. Oof. I'm not picking Drew Locke. I'm seeing 40 right now. Ooh, yikes. Ugly game. I don't know how these teams get to 40. Uh, give me the under 40. Who do you have on the uh, I gotta pick a side. spread? Yes. Uh, I'll this take guy. Denver. This guy. Hell yeah. Dan's been hot. I feel good about it. Dan showed up with his pick ticket in hand. He was like, hey, just take this. You know what to do with it. All right, David, Wake Forest at Army. I should have also said, on the account of how many games I didn't care about, we're going small with the teams we're picking for our dip picks. Wake Forest at Army. Wake Forest favored by three. I believe still undefeated. I might be wrong there, yep. though. Yeah. Yeah. David. Uh, I've been following both of these teams all year pretty closely. Um what can you say? What can you say that hasn't already been said about Army? What they've done for us all these years. Um, I like Wake Forest. I like nice. my autofocus on my camera. Oh, you got a little Brett Merriman cam going. Yeah, let me uh, <laughs> fix that. Nope. There you oh, go. Nope. 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 I'll fix it here in a second. It's, it's just behind the scenes stuff for people here. Who you got, Danny Units? Yeah, there we go. So I host a show uh, called Outside the Top 25 where we only cover games with, obviously, teams outside of the top 25. Our goal is to get an ACC championship with two unranked teams. That is the eventual that, – that's our Super Bowl right there. I'd love, we're probably going to go if that happens. Uh, to, was that Charlotte? Mm-hmm. Um, Wake's pretty good, uh, they, but they give up 173 yards on the ground, uh, 91st in the country – in rush defense, obviously all Army does is run the ball. Army is actually weirdly sixth in defense this year. I like Army to win the game, actually. Wow. Okay. Ooh. I don't hate that. Uh, David, who'd you pick? I'm sorry. I was focused on my face at the time. I took I took Wake. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, I support the troops. That's all I have to say there. I'll, I'll keep yeah. it moving. Ooh, ouch. Thank you for your service. Exactly. Uh, San Diego State at Air Force. Again, another undefeated San Diego State at Air Force. However, here, Air Force is favored by three. I will go first as the uh, son of a guy who played at Air Force for all of a year and a half. I'm going to pick San Diego State because their uniforms look tight. Dan. That's true. That's facts. <laughs> Over under for this game's 39. Uh, still hammer that under because A, San Diego State's got a really good defense, really good rush defense. Cannot score, though. They they cannot. All they do is run the ball. A Brady uh, Hoke be a, team? Or whatever his name is? What is that? Uh, San Diego State. Yeah, I think it, I think it is Brady Hoke. Yeah. What? Not uh, scoring? <laughs> but I, I believe uh, there might be like seven total possessions in this game. So I'm going to take the under, and I'm going to take Air Force to win the game, but San Diego State cover. So like, what, what was the line? Three? Three and a half? Yep. Three. Keeping it yeah, tight. Air Force, Air Force by two. <laughs> San Diego State covers. And the under. Under 39. David. As the son of a, a captain in the Air Force and the grandson of a lieutenant colonel in the Air Force. Okay. And as a guy who does podcasts, um, I'm riding with SDSU. Watch out for San Diego State is what a wise man once said. And for our last college football game and last undefeated team of the week, I believe. Uh, yeah, we don't have uh... – whatchamacallit, on here. UTSA is at Louisiana Tech, favored by six and a half Roadrunners. So is this the uh, official team of the program this year? I hope so. I want to say UTSA has made the strongest case, for sure. We've been riding UTSA all year. I believe they're six and one against the spread. Yep. All they do is cover. Although all they've been doing is, other than the Rice game, they play close games every time. However, I'm going to ride the Roadrunners here. You're going with the Roadrunners. Yeah. Okay. David. Well, uh, La Tech is a two-loss team. Now, both one of those losses was at the Hail Mary, SMU, mm-hmm. and the other was a really close game against Mississippi State, I believe. Uh, they're a good team. I hate, I hate going against my Roadrunners. Everybody knows that. Everyone I'm knows going, you're a Skip Holtz stand, though. I <laughs> Look, man, what I choose to do in my private time. Um, yeah, give me – I'm going La Tech. I, I just think this is kind of where they, where they where UTSA takes a little step back. Frank Harris for Heisman. Let's get it going. Um, six and a half is a lot of points. La Tech is a decent team. I'm sticking with La Tech there. Let's go Bulldogs. Uh, Bengals at Ravens, NFL – Ravens are favored by six and a half at home Sunday morning. Dylan and Will have picked the Ravens. David, who do you have? Uh, this is in Baltimore. In Baltimore. Um, Ravens are really, really, really good right now. Um, I can't, I can't go against them, but Bengals are. I feel like they're kind of hit or miss. I don't, I don't know what they look like against the spread. I'm sure Dan does, but. I'm riding Ravens either way. I need to make up some ground. Give me the Bengals. Bengals have a surprisingly good defense this year. 
It's not just Joe Burrow. Uh, Baltimore's coming off a massive win against the Chargers. Seems like, you know, classic letdown spot here. Ravens win on the field, but ball, uh, Cincinnati covers. Give me the six and a half. Or is it seven? Either or. Either or. I'll take That's what points. I got it at. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Chiefs at Titans. Titans are getting four and a half points at home. Dylan and Will both took the Titans after Derrick Henry woke up the other night. However, they also suffered a couple of big injuries. I don't know what the status of Taylor Luan is. I hope he's okay. I think it was mostly concussion related, but uh, that was scary. And I think from what I know, Jackson Mahomes will not be on the field before the game. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Chiefs. <laughs> I'm taking the Chiefs. Who do you have, Dan? Uh, just seems like the Chiefs need this more uh, ch- to kind of keep up with the Chargers, three and three. Uh, obviously, Titans can lose as many games as they want. They're in the same division as the Jaguars, <laughs> the Colts, and um, the fucking Texans. So, yeah, I think Mahomes kind of balls out here. I think kind of get a little, little, uh, you know, I think I think they kind of blow the doors off the Titans. I think they win by fourteen. David, do we know if do we know? So we know Jackson Mahomes won't be on the field, um, do, but do we know where the Steve McNair Memorial is? Because we just need to watch Jackson, because you just never know where he's gonna fucking hit that shit. It's outside the stadium on a street in a suburb. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> well, I'm riding. I'm gonna. I kind of agree with everything Dan said. Uh, I think this. The Chiefs feel like they're due to just kind of blow the doors off somebody. So I, I think that's going to be this week. And, yeah, like you said, Titans, Titans. I don't know the status of their of Luan, but uh, that's going to be tough. A uh, couple big spreads to bring us home. Dan, lead the way on Lions at Rams. Rams are favored by 15. Will, notable Michigander, took the Rams and Matt Stafford. Dylan is rocking with the Lions. Dan, who do you have? Well, it is a revenge spot for uh, Jared Goff as well. <laughs> Let's not forget that. That is true. Uh, man, I, I just feel so bad for Campbell and the Lions. They try so hard. Mm-hmm. They truly do. But there's just no talent on that team. Man, I don't know how they're going to put up points against the Rams. That's a big boy number, though. 15. I thought I thought it's dropped because I thought I saw 17 not that long ago. So I think people hammered it at 17. But yeah, I th- I'm going to lay it. I'm going to lay it with the Rams. Give me the Lions to cover. I don't have a reason for that. Their secondary is trash now uh, after some injuries. But all season long, they've screwed around and been in games that they shouldn't be in. Uh, this is a situation where I see a late cover going on, you know, down by three possessions and. And uh, you a little backdoor action, but uh, I'm, I'm rocking with the Lions. What do you have, David? Oh, you're saying backdoor cover. You know, I wasn't going to say them all three consecutively. Okay. Uh, hey, breaking news. Per Jay Glazer, Baker broke his proximal humorous as well. So, Damn as we all know, as we all know, that's tough. You guys know what that is, right? Of course. Oh, okay. I guess I'll pick the game now. Um, <laughs> I am going to ride. Oh, this sucks, man. I don't give me the 
Give me the Rams. I'm take 15 points. I don't care. I got. I've ever. I've not been good. Felt good about a pick. This might be the week I take a bath and it gets close. Everyone's gonna take a bath this week. It's gonna be terrible. The but- only <laughs> advantage I have is picking which games we pick, and it's not working out for me. <laughs> uh, Bears at Bucks. Bucks are favored by 12 and a half. Both Dylan and Will took the Bears on the road. Yikes! With no David Montgomery. Uh, I'll lead the way on this. Give me the bucks to cover. Dan. (sighs) Don't touch this game. Don't, don't put your hard earned American dollars on this game or your Bitcoin, (laughs) whatever you guys do with your, with your gambling sponsor. Was it (laughs) DraftKings? DraftKings owns the world at this point. So that's probably DraftKings, right? Correct. Yeah. Uh, (sighs) Next week it will be. Yeah, right now I'm a free agent. <laughs> the week they pay. Yeah, we're up. Right. yeah. Either way, fuck. Again, I hate laying double digits, especially in the NFL. Um, I guess give me the Bears. I'm gonna hold my nose. I don't feel good about it. Fields will probably get fucking destroyed by that defense, but I, I'll hold my nose. I'll take the Bears in twelve. David. Um, mm, yeah, I don't, I don't feel good about this at all. Um, I've seen some, te- I've seen some teams put up some points against the Bucks. I just don't know if that team is going to be the Bears this week. Um, give me the Bucks. All right, and bring it home with big boy stacks. Will and Will tradition as our soccer aficionado took Liverpool plus point five. I guess that just means to win by a goal. Boy. Uh, No ties or draws, if you will. Um, Dylan, on the other hand, took the Texans to cover a 17.5-point spread against another football team. Who are they playing? Probably somebody good. Who cares? David, who do you have in yours? I'll tell you right now. Uh, Oh, oh, it's it's Texans-Cardinals. Oh, okay. So the best team in the NFL. Hopkins and J.J. Watt. Yikes. Uh, Daddy's big boy stack is going to be on the Horn Frogs land four and a half at home over West Virginia. I'm very – K.J., don't roll your eyes. That's, I understand. I'm not, I don't feel good about it, but I just I've – I've seen a couple West Virginia games. That, somebody earlier said that that's going to be a weird, wild game. I think they're right, but TCU looks like they're – they, they're moving the ball better. So I, they should not have any trouble at home, West Virginia. I, I do agree with you, Dave, there. But I'm not going to make Thank that you. pick. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm looking at the board right now. It could go a lot of places. Uh, I mean, I could go with that highly anticipated matchup of Temple-USF. Um, you know, we could go East Carolina-Houston. <laughs> Houston's kind of gotten sneaky good over the year, though. They are, but, you know, I might ride with my boy Holton Aylers at ECU in the 13. That's a lot of points. Um, but you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just go with Karsha Strong. I'm going to go with Nevada plus three and a half against Fresno. Wow. Or is it th- three? Whatever. Give me three or three and a half. Whatever it's at right now. All right. I will give you three and a half. Nevada. You know what? Scrap, the, scrap the points I, to win the game. Money line. Nevada. Money. Oh, yes. Okay. Dan. Straight up. Dan is the most aggressive. I respect it. I respect it. I said, this weekend's slate is trash. However, nothing is as trash as leaving your team with only five coaches, leading them into battle, 
to where they had to sign two coaches away from Hawaii midweek. Those two, I don't even know are going to be there to be chaperones. Like, I don't know how you have enough people to fill up the plane. BYU just got embarrassed last week by Baylor. They're going to Pullman, and they're only favored by four and a half. Give me the Mormons to jump hump the hell out of the Washington State Cougars. BYU, minus four and a half. Nah, I think the rollout war cry is going to power Wazoo to victory. Oh, man. If their governor leaves the state for like a couple seconds, then I might change my pick. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> or I guess it's Idaho. Close enough. All right, ladies does, and gentlemen. Does Todd Graham just jump right to Wazoo from uh, Houston, or from Hawaii? Is it like the pipeline? Both his uh, wrist, his different colored wristbands and all are that Grantham. I'm, I might be getting them mixed up. One of the two rocks like a red and blue wristband is like his big like personality trait. No, Todd Graham's just a hard ass <laughs> who, uh, when his corner returns a pick six to go up 17 against Notre Dame, he yells at him. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Todd Graham is exactly who I'm thinking of, former Tulsa head coach. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Well, with that Vinny, said, where, where can we find your exactly. pod? Well, my podcast that I, uh, I try to pimp out the most, of course, is Softcore History. Uh, you can follow that at Softcore History on Instagram, and then you can find it wherever podcasts are found. We do kind of oddball, weird history stuff, kind of keep it light, kind of keep it comedic. Although the last two episodes have been about serial killers in Germany, and it's been a little heavier. So, uh, you know, it's a Halloween hard month. You know, okay. everyone does their fucking spooky bullshit. So check it out. Serial killers in Germany. Mm-hmm. And where can we find 1920s. that at again on the uh, socials? Instagram at Softcore History. And then, of course, wherever podcasts are found. And then you can follow me if you want on social media. I don't care. You, you well, can this look will it up. only enhances his followers. <laughs> Thank you. Dan, Thank we you appreciate you stepping up last second, filling out a seat. Dylan appreciates it. Will as well. It means a lot. Let's get the hell out of here so we can watch these ponies absolutely continue the destruction of the green wave. Goodbye. I want my chips with the dip. That's all I know. I don't want my chips playing. I want my chips with the dip. So bring them dips.